Hey, hey, welcome to Coffee and Devotions this Sunday morning, May 17th. This is where every weekday morning at 9 a.m. and on the weekends before my kids wake up, you and I get together and read just a little bit of the Bible. And this year, 2020, we'll make it through all the Gospels. Well, this morning we are at Matthew chapter 27, verses 3 through 10. Matthew chapter 27, verses 3 through 10. Why don't we go ahead and pray get a little bit of coffee, and get into God's Word. Lord, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you, Father, for the blessing it is to be in your Word. We thank you for giving us life this morning, for waking us up. Father, we pray that as we get into your Word, that you would bless us and care for us. Lord, that you would open our eyes, and that we would understand what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's go ahead and read. Then Judas, his betrayer, seeing that he had been condemned, was remorseful and brought back the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders, saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? You see to it. Then he threw down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed, and went and hanged himself. But the chief priest took the silver and said, It is not lawful to put them into the treasury, because they are the price of blood. And they consulted together, and brought, bought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Therefore that field has been called the field of blood to this day. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, and the value of him who was priced, whom they, the children of Israel, priced, and gave them to the potter's field, as the Lord directed me. Well, I'm going to drink some coffee before we get into this one. Well, we have a difficult passage to deal with today. And that's the reality of Judas seeing his sin for what it is. Right, in verse 3, uh, Judas, now he has a title, Judas, his betrayer. Right, he feels remorse. And what does he do? He brings back those 30 pieces of silver to the priests, and he tries to give them back because it's innocent blood. And he, he confesses his sin to them. Right, He's remorseful. He confesses his sin to them. I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. So Judas goes to those religious leaders and he tries to give them back the money. He tries to undo the thing that he has started. And what do the high priest or what do the priest do? Well, the second part of verse 4. They said, what is that to us? You see to it. Well, they're, they're giving him no other recourse. I mean, his whole life, Judas has thought of, if I go to the priest there, I was just reading in Leviticus 5 earlier, you go to the priest and there you find atonement and forgiveness. Here he tries to repent. He tries to go back to those religious leaders who are supposed to be representing forgiveness and atonement. And he doesn't find it. Judas goes to them and he 
He tries to undo what he has begun, and he can't do it. And they're cold-hearted towards him. It's even so much so that it seems like the high priest put the guilt on him and don't see that they've incurred guilt on themselves. And so Judas throws the pieces of the silver in the temple. He leaves from there. And he goes and he kills himself. He commits suicide. He hangs himself. Now, I don't, I, I can't imagine the amount of guilt that he must have felt in betraying his Lord. I can't imagine the amount of sorrow that he had. But the place where he went and found no forgiveness, he should have gone to Christ. And there he could have found repentance. I want to mirror this for us this morning instead of focusing on Judas. I want us to think about another one who persecuted Christ, Saul. And as Saul sought to destroy the church, as Saul sought to kill Christians, as Saul sought to wipe away the name of Jesus Christ, it was only in Jesus Christ that he could find repentance, that he could find forgiveness, that he could find atonement. And so, what is this passage about? I think it's something deeper than just Judas is remorseful. I think it's, it's speaking of, of something deeper. Prophecy being fulfilled and there no longer being atonement and forgiveness in the high priests of the temple. I think that's one of the things that it's talking about. But by all means, you can disagree with me. Feel free to let me know down in the comments. What would, what would you summarize this passage as? This is a difficult passage. This is a hard one. Well, that's our A. Our B, what is the best verse to summarize this? Well, I'm going to summarize, I'm going to highlight verses 9 and 10 in my Bible. Verses 9 and 10. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by the prophet Jeremiah saying, and we know that here, uh, it's not just the prophet Jeremiah, but it's both Jeremiah chapter 32, verses 6 through 9, as well as Zechariah chapter 11, verses 11 through, th sorry, chapter 11, verses 12 through 13, that he's pushing together. But, and they took the 30 pieces of silver, the value of him who was priced, whom the children of Israel priced, and gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord directed me. So, uh, prophecy is being fulfilled. Right, this is the one of the themes in Matthew that these things had to happen. So that's what this is going to. Well, that's our A. What is this about? B. What is the best verse? We need to ask ourselves now. C. What am I called to do in response to these words today? That's where things get a little bit more difficult, and I'm going to say, for me. I must go to the high priest and I need to confess my sin. I need to go to Jesus Christ to find atonement. I need to go to Jesus Christ to find forgiveness. And just as a personal note, I mean, I was just listening to a sermon on Friday 
as I was mowing the lawn, I was listening to a sermon and the pastor was saying, you know, when you are convicted by the Holy Spirit, don't, don't procrastinate, right? Don't assume that that, that, that pressure that God is pressing upon you, that remorse, that repentance, that desire to, to find forgiveness, don't assume it's going to be there all the time. If the Holy Spirit is pressing upon you now for a sin, you need to act upon that now. And so I was, again, just reading Leviticus chapter 5 this morning and being convicted in my own life. There was some sin that needed to be confessed to the Lord. And so I had to do it. And I'm going to have to write a letter to someone that I sinned against. I mean, I sinned against years ago, but I, I need to make that right. And so, so what is it that, that you might be feeling pressed down by? Or do you find a different calling in this passage? By all means, uh, this is just how I'm applying this passage to my own life today. And this just further presses down upon me the need to run to Christ for forgiveness. Well, I'd love to hear your notes, your comments. Feel free to send me a message or write things down. But let's go ahead and pray. Lord, we thank you so much for this day. We pray, Father, that you would apply these words to our hearts. Please, Father, care for us this morning. Lord, we pray that we would indeed go to you for forgiveness and atonement. Lord, we thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, may God bless you today and give you peace. See you.